Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll be into our story in just a moment. Right now, though, Molly is a little appalled at her husband. Heavenly days, McGee. Look at you. Where have you been? Giving the car a little checkup. It's something everyone ought to do once in a while. On their hands and knees? Well, either that or you lift your car up with one hand and check it with the other. <laughs> now, McGee, you're just trying to be funny. If you're so interested in checkups, why don't we get our prudential agent over here to give our insurance policies the once-over? You know we need it, and it's a service prudential agents are always happy to give. What do you suppose makes an insurance policy change during the year? It doesn't, but we do. In a year's time, lots of changes take place in a family. They buy a new home, dad gets a raise, a daughter is married off, and it's things like these that affect insurance policies. Well, I was thinking about Social Security benefits. I bet a lot of people would like to see how their new benefits tie in with their present insurance. And they should. Folks, to make sure your insurance is still geared to give you the most security, to serve you the way you want, get together with your Prudential agent. Let him give your insurance a checkup soon. Well, the Wistful Vista Elks Club held a special meeting tonight, and one of the Elks is telling his wife all about it right now. A whole bunch of us, and it's okay with Walt on account of because he's going out of town, and the dough we make for the summer camp ought to Wait, be enough to... Hey, ho, 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 slow down, McGee. You're talking so fast I can't understand a word you're saying. Well, the reason I rushed right home is because I wanted you to be the first one to know about it. Well, now, start at the beginning. The Elks Club, and, and what about Walt's mall shop? We're taking it over, us Elks, for the weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Walt's going out of town for the weekend, and he's going to let us run it. And whatever we make goes for the Elks summer camp for the kids. Oh, isn't that wonderful? That sounds like... And you can help, too, you girls. All, all of you wives of us Elks. Help? Yeah, you're, you're going to be waitresses. You and, and, and Mabel Toops and some of the other wives. Oh, really? Say, mm -hmm. that ought to be... Cora Burns is going to give you gals all lessons tomorrow on how to do everything. Oh, this ought to be lots of fun, McGee. Cora's been waiting tables for Walt so long, she knows all the ins and outs. Oh, this'll be a picnic. Yep, and we'll make a lot of dough for the kids' camps, too. Whose idea was this, anyway? Mine. It was? Well, gee whiz, don't sound so surprised. Oh, well, I, I didn't I mean... I come up with a good idea every now and then, you know. They're not all bad, you know. <laughs> of course not. You think up Like whose idea was it to have that pet show a couple of years ago? You mean the time that Great Dane broke loose and chased Mrs. Bradley's cat into the cage with that old sea captain's talking parrot? <laughs> and it's a good thing the parrot only spoke Spanish because just the tone of his voice turned the air blue and three ladies fainted and the captain sued you for $50? Yeah, Doc Gambles. That's whose idea that was, come to think of it. He thought that one up and now it's my turn to think one up and this is it. Good for you. We got everything settled at the meeting tonight and on the way out they give us each a card with our job on it. You know, what each guy's supposed to have charge of. And guess what mine is? I can't imagine. Give me a hint. Well, it's got something to do with a special business ability that I got that most other guys ain't. Hmm? Got. Oh. Now, I'm going to run the joint, supervise, handle the money. You are speaking, my dear, to the business manager of Walt Smalt for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, heavenly days, that's wonderful. And believe me, they couldn't have got a better guy. 
They won't have the mix-up on the money this time like they did on our dinner dance card party masquerade bazaar that time that Mort Toops was in charge. Mix-up? Oh, boy, was that ever a mess. We still haven't found out what happened to the dart money. <laughs> well, I thought at the time you boys were trying to do a little too much. I mean, about four affairs in one. Uh, if you know how to handle money, you know how to handle money, that's all. Mort, don't. I do. I don't know where you ever learned, either. <laughs> so little practice. And that's the reason my fellow Elks picked me to be business manager, on account of because I know how to manage business. They know I'm on my toes, alert and wide awake. <sighs> I know what's going on around me every minute. Answer the phone, will you, kiddo? Hmm? And tell whoever it is that I've gone to bed. I want to get lots of sleep tonight because tomorrow i got a lot of details to take care of. Not that that worries me. i got a memory like an elephant and I never forget a detail. Come in. Oh, was that the door? Uh, hello, folks. Oh, Mr. Wimple. Yes, I, I hate to rush you like this, Mr. McGee, but I got tired waiting out in your car. You said you'd just be a minute and then you'd drive me home. Shall I walk? Oh, I'm sorry, Wimple. I... I got so excited about my appointment for the malt shop that I... Oh, gracious, I'm excited, too. I am head dishwasher, Mrs. McGee. Really? In charge of the entire detail. And that includes garbage disposal. <laughs> Sounds very glamorous. See? Here's my assignment card. Head, D-S-H-W-S-R. Dishwasher. That's the way Henry Lester... Uh, He's the grand exalted elk, Molly. That's the way he does everything. Very businesslike. Did Mr. McGee tell you about his job? Yes, business manager. And it's only natural because of his memory for details and his natural alertness. <clears throat> He's always wide awake, on his toes. Yeah, 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 he, he knows. Well, you wait there, Wimp, while I put my shirt and shoes back on and hang these pajamas up and I'll drive you home like I said I would. <laughs> back to Wistful Vista in a minute. One of the most rewarding and satisfying careers any woman can have is the proud profession of nursing. If you are under 35, in good health, and a high school graduate, there are almost unlimited opportunities in the field of professional nursing, higher education, an assured income, wonderful preparation for marriage. Another advantage is that you may resume a nursing career at any time should you leave the profession. And nursing is the opportunity that knocks twice. For those under 50, there are highly rewarding opportunities in practical nursing. Steady employment in a career that can keep you financially independent. Choose whichever branch interests you most. Hospital staff, clinics, or research in almost any area you prefer. From bustling cities to rural countryside. Nursing is the career with a future. For further information, write Nursing Careers. That's Nursing Careers. In care of your postmaster or inquire at your nearest hospital. It's me, Molly. I'm back. I took Wimp home. I'm back. Dr. Gamble just called. He wants to stop by on his way home from the hospital, so I put the coffee on. Doc Gamble? Gee whiz, I ought to get to bed. I, I got a hard day ahead Well, tomorrow. I didn't know. I told him to come ahead. He said he couldn't make the Elks meeting tonight, and he wanted you to give him a rundown on it. Hey, that's right. Old Fatso wasn't there, and he didn't know about it. You didn't tell him. You didn't tell him. You didn't tell him about Walt's malt shop deal and me going to be business manager. Not a word. I knew you'd like to do it yourself. This is him now. Come in. Hi, Molly. Hello, Junior. Come in, Doctor. Yeah, pull up a chair and loosen your girdle, George. 
You must have pulled the strings too tight this morning, boy. Your eyes are bugged out again. Oh, Oh, you are a funny fellow. How do you think up such funny remarks? All right, if I slap him in the mouth with my satchel, Molly? Oh, no, doctor, no. You, <laughs> you'll spill your pills all over the place. Okay. <laughs> now, just level off, both of you, before you get in trouble. Me get in trouble? With him? No, with me. Oh. <laughs> Come on out to the kitchen, boys. The coffee's on. Mm-hmm. You and Doc have the coffee, kiddo. I better not have any. I've got to get a good night's sleep. You know, a big day tomorrow. A lot of things to do. A million details, big decisions. Oh, stop. Biggest decision you'll have to make tomorrow is whether to get up or not. <laughs> and if I were you, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Well, for your big fat information meeting, Skipper, if you hadn't skipped the meeting tonight, you wouldn't talk so stupid. Tell him, Molly. You mean about Walt's malt? Yeah. Sit there, Doctor, any place. Well, thanks, Molly. What about Walt's malt? Your Elks Club is taking it over for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. Oh. Us Elks are going to run it while Walt is out of town, Fetzel. And you too. Run it? For what? For charity. Oh. All the dough we make is going to go into our summer camp fund for the kids. And we wives are going to be the waitresses, Doctor. Yeah. At least that's what McGee tells me. Yeah. That's right, Ducky. The committee handed out the jobs, you know, each guy's assignment when we left tonight. And hey, you better check them for your job, boy. It's wrote out on a card down there with your name on it. What are you going to be? What's your job? Well, each job, Doctor, has been assigned according to each man's special talents for handling the job to which each man has been assigned to each man. Answer my question. Well, the most important job of all, naturally, needs the brightest, quickest-thinking, brainiest elk they got. Well, forget him. It's you I'm talking about. <laughs> like I say, Doctor, to each his own. Mort Toops was chose sweep-out man. <laughs> Wimp was chose dishwasher. The girls are going to be waitresses. Ah, oh, for now, who can that be? McGee's residence. McGee speaking. Who? Oh, just a minute. It's for you, Doc. Huh? Jack Santos on the assignment committee. Oh. He traced you here. He wants to tell you what your job is. Okay, let's have it. Hello? Yes, Jack. What? I'm going to do what? Oh, now, Jack, I'd like to help, but... Huh? Henry Lester handed out the jobs, huh? Well, I'll just get Henry on the phone right now, and we'll see about this. Yeah, goodbye. What's the matter, doctor? Oh, I can't handle this. They want me to work with McGee as his assistant. His assistant? I don't need any help. What's the big idea? That's what I want to know. I'm not suited for that kind of work. You said it. You're not suited for it. But, hey, leave us not complain, doctor. I'll find some little thing for you to do to help me. Hmm. This is for charity, and we should all take our assignment with a smile. I know, but I can't be on my feet all day clearing off tables. I never could handle a tray of dirty dishes anyhow. Tables? Dirty dishes? What are you... That's what the man said. Help you. But Dr. McGee is supposed to... Certainly. I was made business manager. Here. Here. Here's the card right here. Look at there. Henry Lester wrote this out himself. B-U-S. Business. M-A-N. Manager. B-U-S-M-A-N? Sure. What? Why, certainly that... (laughs) Hey... Bus man? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Business manager. <laughs> oh, me. A bus man, Sonny, is an overgrown bus boy, and you're in charge. Give of... me that fool. Now, McGee, remember your own words. Boy. It's for charity. Leave us not complaining. Yeah, let's take it with a smile. <laughs> hello, 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 operator. Give me Henry Lester. Yeah. He's the grand exalted ruler of the backstabbing club I belong to. I don't know his number, but he lives over on 14th near Thank you.
Fibber and Molly will be right back. Hello, I'm John Wald. Each weekday afternoon, you're invited into the lives and homes of some of America's most beloved friends on NBC. I'm talking about Stella Dallas, Young Widder Brown, Lorenzo Jones, and Just Plain Bill. You'll share their lives, their loves, their heartbreak or happiness in every warm and human episode. Your heart will go out to Stella Dallas as she comes in conflict with mother love and sacrifice. You'll hear how Ellen Brown bravely fights vicious threats and ugly gossip about her personal life on Young Widder Brown. Lorenzo Jones is confronted with the problem of married life and a career. And just plain Bill Davidson, the small-town barber, uses his wisdom and kindliness to help his friends and neighbors. For dramatic afternoon entertainment with touches of humor, be sure to listen to Stella Dallas, Young Widder Brown, Lorenzo Jones, and Just Plain Bill. Heard each weekday on NBC Radio. Well, I got everything straightened out, kiddo. I just talked to Fred Krupp, and he said he didn't like his job too either, so he switched. What was his job? Pots and pans man. You mean you'd rather clean pots and pans than... No, no, that was his original job, before he switched with Frank Fuller. Now, Frank's pots and pans man instead of cashier, which Herb Travis didn't want in the first place because his wife usually handles the money in his family. McGee? Hmm? Just answer in five words or less. What is your new official title for the weekend at Walt's Malt? I'm going to be chef. Ah, good for you. Yep. Good night. Good night, Al. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Be sure to tune in tomorrow night when Cora gives the girls lessons on how to be a waitress. This is John Wall saying good night. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.